I think you should open with excusing the fact that you did not finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get Actually, I get myself out right away. Uh, yeah. Listen, an apology. I did a big brave thing last week, which is that I played you all of Final Fantasy VII Remake in like two weeks as a dad in the Dadlands, and that killed me. Okay, okay, <laughs> I died. And then I had my dad's birthday, my sister-in-law's graduation, my oh wife's my friend's birthday, and Mother's Day all in one weekend. So I'm sorry mm -hmm. I didn't play very like much. Mother's Day got the last slot yeah, on did. that Well, list. it was yeah. the last thing. Thing. It was Mother's the fourth Day thing. Was, okay, you were doing it chronologically. I thought you were doing it by, by ranking. By ranking. Yeah. On, on our ranking show, let's rank Matt's weekend. Ranking, okay. By ranking of last weekend, last spot, of course, goes to Mommy's Day. Can we get rid of this? Oh my God. Let's go. And welcome, it's the Old Gamers Almanac. It's the definitive ranking of every video game every week at a time. Hello, I'm Matt Martins. I'm here with my favorite person in the world, Hunter Donaldson. Hello. Aw, I'm your favorite person in the world sure. and you have a daughter. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. I am really crushing it. Uh, <laughs> in the ranking of people you know, I'm number one. Molly, presumably number two, we don't know. But yes, I'm Hunter Donaldson. Hello. As we've covered... My object permanence does not extend beyond this room, so whoever's in front of me is my favorite person. Uh, I see, that's good. <laughs> and I didn't beat Hunter? I know, so here's the joke, is <laughs> also special. joining us today is one of my new favorite people in the world. Hello, we have a very special guest, Jenna Steber with us. How is it going? Don't patronize me. <laughs> <laughs> it's going good. I'm so happy to be here to talk about Resident Evil 4 Remake. Heck yeah. Uh, we are ranking the remake of one of the most popular, famous, important horror games of all time. Uh, it's a funny one, too, because it's coming off the back of, like we already said, Final Fantasy VII Remake was our episode last week. That's a remake of a very different color. Uh, it's it's very mm -hmm. much about its own remakeness, whereas this one is just sort of like, you love this game, let's play it, huh? What do you say? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so my uh, the, the way to, to kick things off, though, is Jenna, we reached out to you because you are sort of the horror expert in the in the world of media and and youtube video essays and everything like that <laughs> so we we had to have the expert join us uh can you give our audience just a little bit of background about you yeah hi i'm jenna steber uh i'm an internet person <laughs> a mild acclaim uh my my i guess my main the main uh context that's important for this is that i have a master's degree in media and culture and I studied horror media and video game culture. So my expertise really is in horror, the horror community and in horror video games in particular. Uh, and it's so funny that you describe Resident Evil 4 as a horror game. Sure. It's, it, <laughs> it's somewhat notoriously not considered, yeah. considered more yeah. of an action game. Yeah, action yeah. game in a horror genre, I suppose. That's such a gentle way of putting it, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Does it, do you ever get scared when you play Resident Evil 4? I don't think if I got scared at any point. Oh, a lot. I, I mean, there's a lot of jump scares, mm-hmm. which always That's terrify true. me and which I love. Jump scares Jump scares do work, you know? Like, it'll get me... Even I was. I played it on a Steam Deck in my living room with my my roommates, like, near me, like, holding my hand. And I still, like, got a little... I was like, whoa. I don't know. I was holding the screen too close to my face. Oh, God. It's spooky. Yeah, I streamed it, and there's just, like, an un unconscionable amount of footage of me going ah! <laughs> uh, in response to like a snake busting out of a crate or something right. insane. Yeah, the snakes yeah, seem the to be snakes. especially dastardly. Uh, they, in this one. And bear so traps. Spooky. Yeah, man. The bear traps got me a lot. The exploding trip wires. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the scariest thing I found about this game, well, first off, I'm not very much of a horror person. I've, I've never made a lot of time for horror in my life because I just get too dang spooked and too stressed out. I don't handle the stress. Yeah. of that kind of stuff very well. And I will say in that respect, Resident Evil 4 feels like a horror game because something Mm. I, I, okay, I'd never played the original before at all. And I still have yet to play a Resident Evil game. I'm the baby of this group of like Mm -hmm. what the homework required for this episode was. What's everybody (laughs) else's background, Jenna? Uh, So I, when the first Resident Evil 4 came out, the OG Resident Evil 4, I played like uh, the first level or two and I was sort of like, not, not very into it because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so much more of an action game and so much of a departure from the Resident Evil uh, franchise as as it stood, like a real departure from yeah. that that very specific era of horror video games, the Silent Hill Resident Evil mm-hmm. era. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it had a lot going for it, but I just I was in my heart. I was like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You you were you were at the time trying to be the real Resident Evil fan, saying this isn't the Resident Evil right. I know. You've changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You've changed kind of. <laughs> kind of. I mean, it, it does have a pretty major genre shift. Yeah. Like, it's definitely still horror, and it definitely still has horror aesthetics and horror stuff in it. Yeah. But it just hits like not having fixed camera angles not having mm-hmm. tank controls yeah mm-hmm. uh all of all of those things really changed the vibe of it for me <laughs> yeah definitely hunter yeah so i played it in 2005 on the gamecube uh which i've always thought it was a gamecube game for that reason like some people played it on the playstation 2 those people are fakers uh, it was gamecube <laughs> only for me because the button prompts are prettier for the quick time events all right oh is that <laughs> it because they look a lot cuter because the gamecube buttons are so cute looking and sweet and you need that you know because the game's so it's so dark and deep and real um and at the time Resident Evil 4 is a very important game in my life, the original, because it, I, and also it's important in Matt's life, and Matt doesn't even oh, know no. this, um, because at the, <laughs> no one wants me to do this bit, I like pre-cleared <laughs> this, and, and the vibe I got for me saying, hey, I'm going to talk about this, was don't do that. <laughs> so Resident Evil 4 came out, and I was actually dating at the time Matt's wife's sister uh-huh. at the time matt hadn't met his wife yet and i was dating his wife's sister okay. i sort of introduced them not really but, what is happening and I, what do you mean <laughs> keep going what, what just, you no, mean? just is, i'm just re- i'm just reacting i'm talking about resident evil 4 so here's what happened <laughs> i we we were 15 we were 15 years old and we were dating and you know when like you're it's not real you're not really dating it's 15 you're, you're 15 uh-huh. so like it's not you just like go to a movie uh-huh. and you're like this is weird i don't know what to do and i remember that I felt like I didn't like dating because I was like, I think I'm a child and maybe I'm like not ready for this. And then I remember Resident Evil 4 came out 
and I decided to not be in a relationship anymore with your wife's sister. And I remember it was because I was kind of like, you know, Resident Evil 4 is out. I should, you know, I really got a lot of stuff on my plate. I'm only 15. I'm a child. You know, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for this. Wow. Oh, and that's the day you became a gamer. Yes. <laughs> See, that's where I became a real gamer. And also that in the timeline where I continued to date your wife's sister and we fell madly in love uh -huh. and we grew up together, we grew old together. Right. Who knows if you end up like we, we couldn't. You would have scared me off. Is that what you're saying? To, yeah, I would have scared you off. It would have been weird wow. for us both to date people yeah. that are related to each other. I we're think Arkansas, it would but we're not that Arkansas. <laughs> I don't think it actually would have been that weird. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that's nothing. <laughs> Thanks for taking one for the team, though, Hunter. Really, really means a lot to me in my life. Uh, wow. I'm just saying I'm a big person and I made a big choice there. And I always think about that with Resident Evil 4. I always think wow. about that moment. Looking um, back, how do you yeah. feel about it? Do you regret doubling down on Resident Evil 4? <laughs> I think re res uh, of the th of the choices I've made, choosing Resident Evil Four over an, uh, a love that would have lasted yeah. decades, yeah. Uh, is the least one of the least weird things I think I've done. I've chosen to do. <laughs> with He's my clearly life. still not choosing relationships, and today choosing Resident <laughs> Evil Four. So I think yeah. this is a lifelong quality. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. I was supposed to be on a romantic uh, 11 a.m. date right now, and I, I was like, I got to talk about Resident Evil 4 Remake, though, is the thing. History repeats itself. <laughs> well, let's talk about what this game is. We've sort of covered it's, it is, uh, well, this is a remake. Boy, this is a weird one to talk about. Can, can we cover what Resident Evil 4 is first, and then maybe we can speak to the remake. And we've already sort of covered it. It's, it, it's the fourth entry of this Resident Evil series. It is way more action gamey, but like, yeah. how do you describe the tone of Resident Evil, right? What What is the hmm. tone of like the writing and sort of style of Resident hmm. Evil? It's dumb. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> the writing at least. Uh, yeah. They started with, you almost became a Jill sandwich, and they just never really yeah. recovered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say the tone is sandwich. If that's the tone, <laughs> I would say that's the tone they've stuck with. I mean, it's it's highly, highly influenced by, like, American zombie movies like Romero. Mm -hmm. So stylistically, it's very much like... A, R a Romero movie, like you're you're trapped in this location, you're trying to defend yourself and your companions. Yeah, like it's very it's very claustrophobic, and then it kind of splits off, and then there's a, a weird lab bit in every game. <laughs> there's just a moment yeah. where you go into like a hard sci-fi lab mode, which I think is always really funny. Yeah. I actually think it's funny that, in, so in this remake, one of the only things they cut straight up, which I don't even remember the context of it in the original game, is in Resident Evil 4, there's a part where Leon has to go down like a laser hallway, and he does like weird flips <laughs> to get through the laser hallway, and I can't remember how they worked that into the game, because it wasn't, obviously, there is no, I mean, I guess there's a little bit of a lab piece in Resident Evil 4 remake, but like, it does... I would say stray the furthest away from that 
kind of departure it, aspect of it. Is that like a yeah. reference to the Resident Evil movie, movie? hallway? But like, are they, were they be. literally just throwing um, in a laser hallway because it was like, remember the hallway in the movie we just made a couple years ago? Yeah. Would it not I be think... the opposite? Would the movie not have Ooh. put it as a set piece in reference to that? It was 2002 well. for the movie and 2005 okay. for the game. So yeah. I don't wow. know. I mean, they could have that been- That really fucked up my brain. <laughs> Are you telling me that just now? That really is disrupting. That's not that's fair. That's really making some ripples in the lake of my mind. Yeah, that's, that's messed up. That's tough. The movie was 2002? The movie predates Resident Evil getting good again. Like, we were making Resident Evil movie at the height of everyone kind of agreeing yeah. that Resident Evil's really weird and freaky. <laughs> Oh wait, yeah. here uh, wait, this is a this is a digression, but how do you what do y'all think of the the Resident Evil movie, the first one? I as in two thousand two, I liked it a lot. I mean, I haven't watched it since then, but like I watched it I think like it was one of those movies I would put on repeat. Like I would I watched it a number <laughs> of times in the like two years after it came out. I don't know why, but I thought it was really cool, uh, despite now looking back at uh, clips of it and thinking maybe otherwise I don't know <laughs> is it because of Mila Jovovich yeah well and and uh, what Michelle Rodriguez is in it too I think yeah. I think 13 year old me just thought they were really badass uh, so. they are Very. I think the movies yeah I think the movie's pretty good badass. yeah it's an enjoyable action film. yeah I, I also feel like as they get wilder and crazier that it is really true to the tone of the games which is that people tend to in Resident Evil games I feel like Every everything is just about here's a situation and then the character makes a weird like one liner um, and the character is attractive. The, whatever character you're playing is like some hot person and then they just say something that barely makes sense. And they also say it a little half hearted like they're like not fully. <laughs> they invested. know. Yeah, they yeah, know it's kind yeah, of dumb. They're, they're aware like it's like it's it's this type of acting that I really like where it sort of feels like they did one take and it, that was on purpose. Like, that was intentional. <laughs> we're not going to whoa, 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 let's not nitpick this line. OK, we what we got is good and we're not going back for a second, actually. So uh, Resident Evil 4, something that I've been slowly learning about the Resident Evil franchise is like as a as an overarching plot it feels like a lot of the games aren't that concerned with like what's actually going on and maybe sometimes until like the final moment i mean this game it feels like it ties itself into the broader resident evil narrative like at the last minute it's like oh yeah this was also a part of the other stuff going on but mostly it's an adventure game about saving the president's daughter <laughs> like it, it, yeah. it really decides America's to eschew itself yeah <laughs> So I uh, the the pl the plot of Resident Evil Four, how relevant is it to the overarching series, or how relevant is any plot of any Resident Evil game to its uh, own overarching narrative? I don't know. Not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's uh, they're all kind of self-contained mm -hmm. anthologies about how fucked up the Umbrella Corporation makes a right. town. Yeah. Like every single one is just like here's this little town uh, that. <laughs> umbrella company came into and really really fucked up <laughs> like that's just kind of it that all yeah. of the games are pretty yeah. much on that theme yeah it's it's the games are just about the place that you're at that's right. all like the 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 character of each game is like you know resident evil 2 is about the uh the police headquarters that you're at for most raccoon of the game that's what it's city. about <laughs> yeah raccoon city uh resident <laughs> evil 4 is about the the village and the castle you know like that's that's really all these games can be about because at the end of the day, the plot 
has been designed in such a way as to just be, all right, we got the zombies where we need them to be. <laughs> now, now do your thing. Now find out what's happened that where it is this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why Resident Evil Village is the funniest named of any of the Resident yes. Evil games. Because they're just like, you You get it, right? It's just a village. It's, it's a village. Time, Things are going it's bad. A village. Yeah, yeah. Just figure it out. <laughs> Things oh, will get worse I, the closer you get to the lab. But it's a, all just a village. Yeah. It's all just a village. Yeah, yeah I, I, I hope they keep up this naming convention, actually. I hope the next one is like Resident Evil Office. We didn't <laughs> know that. Yeah. This time it's an office. I mean, Yeah, Resident Evil City. It's just, it's not yeah. Raccoon City. It's just a city. Does that, city. does that make Dead Rising canonically Resident Evil Mall? Like, is that, uh, yeah. is that now? That's exactly what it is. I would rule, yes. Resident Evil Mall, yeah. Uh, okay, so let's uh, plot wise for this one. We are Leon. He's a hottie. He says lines pretty often uh, and and very, very odd one liners throughout the entire thing. I have to say, mm -hmm. okay, I, I was unable to make as much time as I wanted to for this game. I made a choice uh, in quote unquote playing this game. Uh, and Jenna, I have to come clean. My my what I did instead was I watched your playthrough at two times speed. I was like, I can make more, I can cover more ground if I just watch super fast Jenna scream at this game. Uh, so most of my experience is actually a strange parasocial uh, experience of just, I just took yours. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for playing Resident Evil thank 4 for, for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was in part my research for having you as a guest, but also just the only way I could get any of this done. Uh, so uh, I, I loved, though, how much it felt like y you and your chat uh, just loved waiting for the next Leon one-liner. <laughs> and and, and uh, you seemed, especially early on, very obsessed with sort of the love triangles that were going to come up and, and all of that. Uh, okay. So I don't know. C can you speak to the, like the camp of this game in particular. Yeah, I, it, camp is a fair word to apply to the Resident <laughs> Evil games. They're right on the border of not being able to tell if they're really earnest. Like, especially because <laughs> mm -hmm. this is a remake and yeah. they had the chance to punch <laughs> up the dialogue. Yep. And, yep. and every time Leon uh, ham-fistedly slides over uh, the worst one-liner you've ever heard, I take a moment and I'm like, really? You just, first instinct, you just, <laughs> you, went, you went with the first line you could think of, you didn't punch it up, yeah. no writer's yep. table. Yeah. But in a way, in a way, that makes it very believable because Leon's kind of adult, mm -hmm. and so, mm -hmm. it, and he is kind of like uh, this this sad cop who has gotten really far out of his jurisdiction, uh, and so he wants to be an Arnold Schwarzenegger style <laughs> a badass, w w hitting these occasional one-liners. Uh -huh. um, but he's just he just can't. And one yeah. of my favorite, one of my favorite parts in the game, and I hit this a couple of times, uh, was you find a picture of of young Leon, and young being like a year ago, he, <laughs> yeah. uh, but he looks so healthy and and plump and and tan and like he looks okay. And then you look at his face in the game, and he looks like a crumpled up Capri Sun <laughs> container, like he's just had the vitality sucked from his marrow. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I, I, he's just—he's just a great protagonist. I—I uh, love—I uh, love just the way that because I feel like if he was more believable and if they worked on if they did punch up the writing, 
it would almost do a disservice to how wild the situations are. You know what I mean? Like it's almost, it's like more believable because it's like, well, everything in the Resident Evil universe is completely insane. And this, and also I always forget until Resident Evil 4 ends or most Resident Evils are like this, I guess the game will always end and I'll be like, oh yeah, that was just one night. That all happened in one <laughs> night. Like, if this was even like a, a hair closer to realism, you would be like, this person will never recover from this experience. <laughs> like, they're harrowed to an extent where they will spend the rest of their life just trying to work through what happened in that 12 hour period yeah. or whatever. Especially funny because the game is like a 20 hour game experience. Right. So, like, mm -hmm. even if you were being generous about the real time nature of it, yeah. impossible. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, completely impossible. Uh, also, I one thing that I think is wild about how long these games are is that it it's weird. Like if you came over to my house and you were like, "Let's watch a B horror movie, a B action horror movie," I'd be like, "Cool, that's gonna have a tight runtime of probably ninety minutes. Yeah. Like we are probably not good. And if we are, I'm gonna be like, "What is happening?" Gonna, like, <laughs> point to my watch like right away. Whoa, this is ninety three minutes. That's not acceptable for this genre. But then Resident Evil can be like, "We're gonna plop you with that vibe, and you are gonna stay there." I played. Uh, all, like I had to finish this game very quickly yesterday. I played it from noon until 9 p.m. Oh yesterday with very little stopping. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, and I just got sucked into it. But that's insane if you think about it. That's like a crazy thing to to do, to just be like, I my whole consciousness is living in B-action horror movie plot. And that is all that is happening to me for like eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> it but, is learning a lot of weird stuff about me today. <laughs> but, but counterpoint... It is a good game. Like, yes. oh, like, like the writing is bonkers and it's very camp and there's a lot of insane stuff that happens in it, but it is fucking fun. It is a yeah. fun yes. game. Well, let's ripping. Let's talk about it mechanically then, because it is uh, we've sort of already remarked that it's it's way more action game than previous ones. Uh, I was not aware how much of like a straight up and down shooter <laughs> this was like not just action game oh, yeah. but it's like this is a game about the guns that you have and what you're doing to outfit your kit and everything like that <laughs> um and like you so one of the first areas you get to is uh uh it, when, when it first opens up you watch a police officer get like lit on fire or whatever and you're in front of this town mm -hmm. and Iconic. I was fully prepared for that section to be like, okay, stealthy, be scared, but go around <laughs> and kill each person in this town until you can get through. Like my, I, I, because I have such a lack of awareness of like this genre of game, I was fully prepared for it to be a stealth action game. Mm -hmm. And then you like hit one person and you're like, oh, that didn't insta kill them. Oh, the whole town knows I'm over here. Oh, I'm just <laughs> running for my life. And that's like most of the game is actually cold pan sprinting running away firing off a single shot at one character and then like continuing the run it, it is in that way so much more about like the survival of every encounter as opposed to the like everything else and and i got i got really fascinated in the uh inventory management which of course the inventory of this game is like a pretty famous like little mini game of itself but even outside of that the idea that this is an action game about inventory at every step about what <laughs> ammo do you currently have which guns mm -hmm. do you have that have the ammo that you would like to have and which like how much health do you have going you have your health your health bar but you have like an assumed health beyond that for all of the health pickups that you have and the game 
I think what people have always remarked is sort of the master stroke of it is like how expertly it doles out just enough stuff to constantly yeah. eke through e- each encounter versus like games that I tend towards are the ones where I get all the power in the end and I have 10,000 gold and all the ammo I could ever <laughs> dream of and it doesn't matter. Right. This game uh, more or less refuses to let you get away with that. So you touched you touched on something really interesting, Matt, that I want to circle back to, uh, even though it's disruptive to what you said, because you, you <laughs> opened that by talking about how you expected there to be more stealth. Mm-hmm. And that's actually really interesting because, like, it, I think in the last, like, five years, like, indie horror has kind mm-hmm. of, is starting to, like, reshape how it is. But there was a really grim, like, decade where AAA horror was so invested in stealth. Yeah instead of action right and coming off that and playing this like like i said like the first time i played it i kind of bounced off because it was a it was not because like the the early resident evil games aren't stealth either like there's yeah, very little right. stealth it, it has a similar like deficit of ammo and yeah. health and resources but like circling back to this now it's just like so refreshing hmm. To not have to stealth and wait for an unkillable enemy to get bored and leave. Like, part of my body was just like, oh, right, action. I love action. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, and it's, and it is, I mean, we, you made the joke earlier, Hunter, that it, you know, are you ever scared? I mean, I was, I hated the whole town chasing me. That is horrifying. (laughs) It's not a jump scare. I mean, it usually, it starts as a jump scare where it's like the first hit didn't work. Now everything's chasing me, but like, that escalation, that action is terrifying in its own way. Even yeah. if it's like, I don't know, I know how I'm going to handle these at past a certain point. You know, you get better at the game, but it's still always like run backwards, run backwards. Oh, no, the dude was right behind me, too. And I got to get around <laughs> right. him. And like everything yeah. is a small, narrow hallway where you're trying to squeeze past. And every once in a while, there's like <laughs> 10 of them on you at once. And you're like, I guess I'll just chuck a grenade. I don't know. Hope this works. <laughs> the way that it pushes you to keep moving because yeah. you've got to hopefully find more handgun ammo. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you can find another grenade. <laughs> hopefully they don't yeah. circle you. Yeah. And your knife breaks. Like, I don't understand what the game expects of you if you're really bad at it. Right. I'm not good at most <laughs> video games. And if I right. would have actually finally run out, I have to assume there's like actually math going on where it's like, hey, th- this guy needs this guy needs a little bit more. And, and then if you're doing well, it's like, hey, let's not. I don't know. That's probably not actually true, but it feels like it has to be because if true. I were really bad at this mm, game, I, be- I, I know, feel I like I would just math. flounder. We're talking about a game. I bet there's I bet there's not math. Yeah, there's probably actually. no math. No, I, they, I bet they just do it by feel. They're just like, mm, you know what feels good? And like, you know what? I'm just going to they just kind of throw a dart. And they're this like, is yeah, exactly where good. the 10 ammo drop will fall. And that's it. And that's all they get to go off of. Game designers don't use math. Why would they? What, what use would they have for that? Yeah, I love the tension racketing of of Resident Evil Four and the the way the levels are designed in, in such a way as to feel like you've always got somewhere to go, but then there's always a weird little hidey hole for some <laughs> for some new weirdo to appear, and then you're like, oh god, now you're here too. Uh, and then the every moment where you know, maybe you're having a normal encounter and there's just like, you know, it's like, I'll, I'll get through this. And then they throw in a chainsaw guy or a guy with the with the cow head on or whatever. <laughs> uh, it just feels so masterfully paced. Mm. Like every every encounter in the game has this very natural kind of ebb and flow of like getting more and more intense. 
Uh, and then it, if you even zoom out, I feel like the way the encounters are spaced apart from each other, it's not good that I played so much of this game just <laughs> yesterday. I know that, all right? This is a day about where I'm just being honest with the world. But it does kind of say something about how well the game is paced that I was able to just sit there and just envelop myself in it uh, for that long, uh, which you shouldn't do, by the way. <laughs> but, but the fact that I was able to do it is almost a feather in their cap. Maybe I should have played the whole game in one sitting with no breaks Gross. and I would forget my own name. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> you like, are Leon now. I'm just Leon, yeah. Yeah, I think the, the merchants especially are so well paced. Mm -hmm. Uh, throughout yes. the game because it, it, it it's always like you meet the merchant you're like okay i know where i'm at you see those those torches you're like okay gonna take a moment gonna offload gonna uh, patch up all of my busted equipment <laughs> yeah uh I, I yeah i think the pacing is really brilliant i i mentioned this on my stream and i'm gonna mention it here now uh because i think it's a good concept and it's one I use a lot in my day-to-day -day life, but especially with games, is that Resident Evil 4 Remake is a game-ass game. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, it's so, it's so confident in what it's doing. And it's so confident in the fact that it's a game and that you, the audience, are mm -hmm. gonna just accept some of the stuff in it as being just game-ass game shit. And I, I really yeah. respect that. Uh, because yeah. I, I think a lot of other games, especially modern shooters, are so kind of embarrassed about being games or embarrassed yeah, about things right. that are pretty basic to the genre that we as as the audience are willing to just kind of accept. Like, yeah. oh, I just have a map now. I get it. <laughs> like, right. I get it. It's a game. Right. Right. There just is yeah. a map. Yeah. And Leon just knows. He just knows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's okay. just a diamond on it because he he bought. He knows where the treasure is. It's fine. We don't have to think. He knows where he bought the map. Yeah. He knows where. He stuff doesn't is, have a okay? magic sense. And guess what? It's yeah, fun. it's fine. It's it's all in service of being a good, fun, enjoyable experience. And yeah. it's like it's just refreshing to play a game ass game like yeah. that. The yep. shopkeeper is such yeah, a wonderful, like, sort of example of that. Of a, It's just like, this town's freaky, okay? There's a freaky dude who stands in the corner, and he <laughs> buys your junk, mm -hmm. and he wants jewels. He loves your jewels. There's just jewels strewn he about, jewels. and you bring him jewels, and he'll give you ammo that you need desperately. And and there's not, there's not a single moment where you question that. It's like, listen, there's so much freakier, yeah. weird stuff happening here. That dude is actually the least <laughs> Someone profiting off the madness of this town? That makes more <laughs> sense than most. Most things in this game. Yeah. Oh, he's got a rocket launcher. Yeah. He just has, yeah. these are just things he has. I love when he is actually set up in the map close to himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if there's like more than one merchant stop, but so you're at one and then you're like, actually, I got to run back for this thing. And you run like two rooms. You're like, wait, you're here again. Whoa, that's weird. Huh? And he's never like, yes, I've run really fast. That's <laughs> it's just like, there's no excuse for it because we don't, we don't need yeah. it. You don't need to burden your story right with explanations about that like it's fun occasionally <laughs> yeah. but it's just like it's just a game ass game and i fucking bless it <laughs> when a sitcom has to yeah. tell you why a character got a haircut or something like yeah. <laughs> we're good actually they could just get a haircut and we as can assume it happened off camera That's it's fine, fine. <laughs> yeah you don't have to lampshade everything we just will display it right <laughs> Yeah, I, I would say I also love, just in general, just light, in, in talking about liking games, I think I prefer the game-ass game approach to trying to, I don't know, trying to make things feel more cinematic mm. or closer to, like, prestige television. Yeah. I feel like that is kind of, it's you miss a lot of opportunities, right? Because if you're obsessed about realism, well, what if you just come up with something that's yeah. fun? Mm -hmm. 
but now we can't explain it so like it can't be in the game because it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and i feel like resident evil 4 is full of stuff like that where it's like well yeah this is in there just because it's fun don't worry yeah. about it uh and i love it yeah for that. i especially love uh the the uh the late game enemy what are they called the the ones with the the they they like you have to use like a thermal scope uh, on them and they have like these like parasites inside of them i love them for this <laughs> this is why i love them they are the way you approach them is the game i would say at its most tactical mm. in like a sort of like a like a dude bro kind of army way <laughs> you know it's like you're playing call of duty for a second and their animations are the most unhinged, <laughs> like hilarious stuff. Yeah. So you are approaching the game being like, all right, I got my thermal scope on. I'm very serious right now. I've got to snipe this specific part of the body. And then it like falls on the floor and is like flapping around like a fish. And you're like, hold still. You got to stop it. I'm playing con right now. Okay, quit, please. Yeah. Stop being when a weirdo. When he flops over a ledge, <laughs> just kind of like like at the waist, just kind of flops over it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's such yeah. a it's such a funny and horrible way to let it heal its belly without me getting those shots off. Yeah. <laughs> it's so frustrating, but it's so hard to get angry at the game at it because it's like, what are you doing? You're throwing a little tantrum, you weird little slug. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Yeah, they're like they're like evil babies or something. They have this like horrible baby vibe. They do the way their head kind of lulls back, and they're just like taking their yeah. first steps in this world. And you're like, I'm sorry, I've got to destroy you in every way possible. Uh, I wanted to ask this, Jenna. So, a hunter played half of this game yesterday. You spaced it out over a bunch of streams, and something else that I think is important in that is. The, the last time I streamed like a full playthrough of a game was a while ago, but it was the that Mass Effect trilogy. Uh, mm -hmm. And I felt a difference of like playing the game for an audience. Uh, mm -hmm. And especially I feel like, I mean, this again, this isn't like full on horror, normal, scary stuff. But like, how did you feel like your playthrough on Twitch was impacted by like people hanging out with you and sort of everyone else getting in on the complaining about Leon's one-liners and all of that? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I mean, one thing is that it takes a lot longer, which is why it's really funny that you tried to watch it on double speed. To <laughs> it, 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 this is just a truism of streaming is that it takes a lot longer because like, I'm taking time to talk to the audience. Yeah. Uh, and that provides like a nice emotional break a lot of times from horror games where it's like, uh, it, it can be a nice, it can be sometimes be a disruptive like atmosphere break, but usually it's a very nice atmosphere break where mm -hmm. it's like, I can't take this too seriously. I'm right. here with a bunch of folks that I like. We're we're playing this game. Right. Uh, but it does, I, I think streaming a game kind of heightens all of the emotions mm -hmm. that you experience of it because there is like a performative element to it. So it's like, uh, obviously, I'm going to be scared by a jump scare, but sure. I'm 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 less willing to like suppress those instincts when I'm right. in front of an audience because it's like it's funny to get jump scared, right. Uh, right? And it's like if I cannot get jump scared, that's great. But if it's something is, I'm I'm more open, I guess, to the experience of being jump scared. If that makes sense? Yeah, I know? I yeah. I do think that makes sense, and I think it it it's enhancing the sort of comedy of this game and this series that we kind of keep referring to. I think in different contexts uh this kind of stuff would have been like lost on me i think i have a lot I, I i have really bad patience for like oh bad writing or whatever and i so rarely allow myself 
to welcome in the bad writing and the schlock and everything and getting to like watch it like with you in your chat and everything and it's like oh yeah that was funny why would i have thought that (laughs) wasn't funny that's so unfair to lob at this game to like be like oh the writing's bad it's like yeah maybe they're cool (laughs) with that dude chill yeah yeah i think that the the inherent absurdity in Resident Evil, and I don't think this is true for all horror games. I think Resident Evil is particular in that it it always has been a little bit camp mm-hmm. and it always has been a little bit absurd. Uh, but yeah, playing the game with people, even if it's just like friends and not a whole ass live stream, it really does underscore like the pure absurdity in so much of those situations in a way that's really pleasing. And it's yeah. like you can you can appreciate the game for what it is easier because there's always somebody going to be there that will appreciate the absurdity or appreciate the horror or appreciate the grossness or like all of these things to it so it's a nice way of getting like a lot of perspective on a game Mm -hmm. in a way that i think is really beneficial for for playing a game yeah it it does feel like a game that's more like resident evil has friends (laughs) silent hill like (laughs) you know what i mean like silent hill is like it's late at night and you're the only one awake you know what i mean like that's that's the Silent Hill vibe to me. And I do feel like if you tried to play, if you booted up Silent Hill 2 at like a party <laughs> and 20 people were going to watch you play it, I, I feel like it would lose something, yeah. you know? Something would be lost in that in a way that I feel like Resident Evil, yeah. Like, although I will say this, Matt, your example of you playing Resident Evil by yourself and getting grumpy at all of the one-liners <laughs> is, I think, actually even more hilarious than just <laughs> laughing at the one-liners. Like, the idea of you sitting there and being like, this idiot. Well, I... I <laughs> My word. <laughs> I I love that. I want that stream where you are streaming the game, just but really you're not looking at chat. And maybe you don't yeah. even know that you're streaming. And you're just sitting there and you're just so this, mad at, this at this game. This game's terrible. The writing is so awful. <laughs> and the, the chat screaming, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, bud. Yeah. Matt, it's bad. We know. That's <laughs> why so we're here. <laughs> We're trying to help you. <laughs> yeah, it's it is a video game that invites you to be dumber than you were. Uh, it invites you to join yeah. in on the hilarity uh, and 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 ch- choose violence and choose stupidity uh, across the board yeah. is what Resident <laughs> Evil Four is like begging you to do. Yeah. In such a joyful way, though. Yeah. I don't know. It really is just yeah. like such a delight. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> so good. Well, uh, any last things to say about it before we get to the nasty business of putting this thing on our list of 84 other video games? Ah. Purely evaluating. I I want to talk Um, about how good the fashion is real quick. The fashion's really good. Everybody has such great outfits, but also like... The modeling on the textures on all the outfits was ridiculous. Louise's like beautiful ombre tooled leather mm-hmm. jacket. Get out of here. That's yeah. ridiculously good. Yeah. I'm super curious if they yeah. got like an actual fashion person. They they must have somebody who like specializes in one fashion and two 3D modeling fashion mm-hmm. textures because it was bonkers. Yeah, wow, yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. Th- that yeah. that should speak to the remake aspect of this. We should talk about like what they've done mm. with actually. We've talked a lot about things that would just perfectly apply to Resident Evil Four, right? But we haven't actually spoken to like the remake aspect of it. Um, now, I mean, I never Ooh, played the original. Yeah. Hunter played the original, and Jenna bounced off of the original. So, can we speak to like how the remake invited you in on its own merits? 
I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's very, it's very pretty. And I feel like a lot of, like, it had been so long since I played the game and I never replayed the mm. original that it was really fun because I know a lot of things changed, but I'm not really sure mm -hmm. what because it sort of feels like that perfect experience of picking something up and being like, yeah, this is how it was, I guess, <laughs> even though I know that it's not even close. Like, it's miles away from where it was at. But spiritually, it does, it feels like that type of, oh, this is how I remember the game being versus, like, what mm -hmm. it actually is. I will say one thing. There, there was one thing I very much wanted to make sure that we talked about, which is that the original was kind of notorious because it came, it came about when QuickTime events were very popular. Oh, yeah. Uh, in video games and just having the button and and Resident Evil 4s are notoriously I mean they're ridiculous and they're kind of they're like sequences where Leon is running from something and you have to press like two buttons like one button for each leg <laughs> and it makes the animation really weird because he like for him he has to run as fast as you're pressing a button so he's like like I don't, it's just insane yeah yeah it's it's very wild but what what made me a little bit sad is that of course they got rid of that because that's no longer in mm. fashion uh because we, we don't do that anymore because that was dumb <laughs> or whatever i just wanted there to be one <laughs> just one quick time event at one point in the game i just thought it would have been hilarious if at one point a button flashed up on the screen and i did have to press oh. it because it was such a big part of that original game because they were like trying to sell yeah. quick time events yeah. almost as like a feature oh, of yeah. games at the time which was kind of insane like oh we'll be pressing buttons <laughs> Ooh, how interactive yeah. <laughs> not as notoriously awful as like a, the cutscene quick prime events yeah. of like bayonetta or whatnot but right. i mean there yeah. were there were what i would argue I mean, they're not, it's not quite the same because it, 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 you are in like the middle of combat, but there were always like the evade. Mm -hmm. Like if you hit circle for the evade yes. in certain areas rather than taking a hit. Uh, I, I like, so there was stuff like that. And like there, this has, it has yes. a parry mechanic, which I don't remember the original having, but it's possible I just never got no, that far. So. Okay. Um, which is its its own concession, right, to this post souls yeah. gaming atmosphere that we reluctantly find ourselves in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's surprising there's not more iframe dodge rolls in this remake, uh, given um, given yeah. the current era or whatever. The, the the choice to not go for that is maybe brave on their part. Yeah, and I'm thankful for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, do we want to get to the ranking? uh for for this yeah. game is it time Oof. uh so okay. we've we've played with a lot of methods of sort of choosing uh an area for this we've we've kind of toyed with just like pinpoint a, a decade as we call it like a tens spot but uh you know maybe we can get a bit more exact with that of hunter i know you ranked hunter has a running personal list that is his cool guy uh correct <laughs> list of all of these yeah. games cool guy <laughs> list over here and i i wonder if you can throw us in a direction of of how you're feeling or if you want to wait on that oh i mean well i mean for me I mean, if I'm going to speak first, I'm just going to tell you, for me, it's a top yeah. 10 game. Interesting. Like, as far as what we got yeah. thus far. For me, it's a top okay. 10 game. Well, let yeah. me, let me, uh, here's the thing I'm struggling with, is that if this were a wholly new game mm -hmm. that came out this year mm -hmm. and was not a remake, if this was just its own ass game, it would be easily, easily uh, like top three game of the years for me so far. Yeah. Like it would be really, really high on my list. But the fact that it's a remake is uh -huh. making me really struggle. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, there's a certain certain parts of it are like, it's kind of like 
it's stolen valor, right? Because right, right. like yes. when I play through the game and the guy goes, "What are you buying?" I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> that's remember the thing he said that's it. He said it <laughs> in the game. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. So how how are you? How are y'all separating? Yeah. the remakeness of it. So, so the logic, and this is like a good, a good onboarding ramp to the logic that we use on the show. My logic is there are no other Resident Evil games on the list, <laughs> and I have yet to decide how I even feel about Resident Evil 4 Remake compared to other Resident Evil games. So I'm letting it steal all of <laughs> It is Resident <laughs> Evil. It is, it is Resident Evil in totality right now. Okay. And that's sort of my logic. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, it it I don't I, well okay. Did you play the Resident Evil Two remake, Jenna? Yes. How do you feel if we were to compare those two, the Resident Evil Two remake to the Resident Evil Four remake? That's so that's tricky because I I had I, Resident Evil Two remake was really fun, but it was a a drastically different game from mm -hmm. Resident Evil Two in a way that Resident Evil Four remake is I think not a mm -hmm. far as far a bridge of the Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Right. Um, so, but I do think the Resident Evil 4 remake was, I liked it more than the Resident Evil 2 remake. So just on quality. Just as a like game-ass game. game. I, and I, it's a game-ass game! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is a game-ass game. I kind of feel like I agree, but at the same time, the Resident Evil 2 remake as a project is more impressive. Yeah. Like what yeah. they, what more they ambitious. did. So that's. So what I'm doing in my head is just throwing them together in a suit <laughs> and then kind of tossing it on the, the list and being like, I will decide later. I will sort these opinions yeah. later. Well, let's, let's play a game of uh, bouncing around Hunter throughout top 10. But last week, we put Final Fantasy VII Remake as our 10th. Mm. It just barely made it in to the top 10. Yeah, well, that's a whole that's yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's like a, like a storyline there. There's some narrative but, but, there. But regardless that game in context of its own legacy, right? That's sort of why it ended up so high is it's like, what a novel project, what an interesting idea. And it sounds like both of you are saying Resident Evil 2 remake, like as a thing is is redefining itself. Whereas it feels like Resident Evil 4 remake is more of a classical, we're in this new era of a remake, right? This new era of remakes is like, you need to do something. There's gotta be a little extra twist maybe on what you're doing to the thing to just sort of like update the graphics. I mean, now you hear people all the time question, what's a remake versus a remaster versus all of mm. that. And yeah. Resident Evil 4 seems to be a little bit less in that full-blown remake, recontextualization of the mm. entire IP. But <laughs> like if, what, if Resident <laughs> Evil 4 was already really good and you're coming back in sure. later and being like, we fixed like two or three yeah. things, now it's two or three things better. Yeah, no. that's the struggle, right? Is Resident Evil 4 was like an all-timer of a video game, right? Yeah. And it yeah. would have been kind of uh, dangerous to like, do something wildly different than than the original compared to the old games where you know Resident Evil 2 is a great game but modern audiences are no mm. longer equipped <laughs> for its tank <laughs> yeah. controls language and all of that yeah, right it fair. had to be modernized yeah. Resident Evil 4 almost didn't need to be modernized very much so yeah mm. i i don't know what we do with that i i know 
it, it sort of to, to Jenna's pushback on the idea, that's why I value something like Final Fantasy VII Remake a bit more and why I would value something like Resident Evil 2 Remake more than, than mm. this. I guess Hunter's counterpoint is just like, but this is the only one we got, bub. So I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, well, so, so Jenna, where, where are you thinking? Like in a vague, you don't have to like pinpoint, you don't have to tell me your exact slot but where are you also this isn't generally? your list at all you had no part of this so there, i'm sure there's a lot of horrible well, yeah uh, there's a lot you i mean there's a lot i disagree with and i'm on the show every week okay <laughs> yeah it, this is a tricky thing is that like my instinct is probably in the 20s okay yeah um mm -hmm. but we can't put it above ocarina of time that's a crime and i'll be arrested in my home <laughs> by vigilante gamers <laughs> I, one of the things I love about our list right now is Ocarina of Time is number 26, and then number 25 is Neon White. <laughs> just merely like a cool game that came out. Like, it's just some game. One of the games it's, people I, will I, forget I like, from wait, 2022. I'll like see it and I'll like, oh yeah, what was that? Like <laughs> Really? Oh, I think I think Neon White had a bigger impact than y'all yeah. had. Oh no, it's, it's, it's very cool. I just mean like Ocarina of Time is like Citizen Kane and then <laughs> Neon White is just like a cool, a cool thing that happened. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I don't, I mean... The the 20s, I feel like that sounds like we're going into the teens is what it sounds like. The to compromise. split the difference. To split the difference. The compromise decade. Yeah, okay. The teens. Okay. Um, which is kind of where we end up a lot on this show, actually. <laughs> oh, it, it no. It is a game of compromises. This well, is your 7 of 10. Yeah, exactly. Ranking. <laughs> yeah, the thing we've remarked on a lot recently is how there are certain sections, like the teens especially, is where neither of us agree with any of the placements. It's all <laughs> yep. the teens is nothing but my top fives and Hunter's top fives versus my 30s and Hunter's 30s, where it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's these are all strange. the things that fell in between and <laughs> And, and and it's like a no man's land. So like like well, you said, you would feel dirty to put this above Ocarina of Time. How how can we convince you to join us on the dark side of of gaming history? No, I'm into it. I can't do anything about the fact that Ocarina of Time is 26 yeah. and is probably inevitably <laughs> mm -hmm. going to be pushed farther down. Uh, I I I can only accept I can only accept the inherent fallacy of ranking yeah. games. Right. A thing that people keep keep seeming keep to want to do. Yeah. There's yeah. there's two ways to rank games, <laughs> and you can either have a dedicated panelist of, uh -huh. of a few people who love games and who play them all and can rank them that way, or you do the review method, which is where you get 100, yeah. 200 people to rank them and you <laughs> aggregate it. And the truth of the matter is that those are both terrible methods because yeah. ranking games is a terrible yeah. idea. I, exactly. I love, I'm, I'm so happy to have you say that. We've had like things, on, you know, within our audience of having to, you know, people, the whole point is, oh, come argue with the list. I love that these recent very big aggregate lists have come out and we still get people like on our Discord being like, what? This game's number five. And it's like, how much more scientific did you want them to go about this? Like, it's just make your own list. It's fine. You're allowed to do yes. that. Yeah. Yes, this is my stance is that everybody should have their own yes. top 10 list and we should all post it and you should judge people on a personal basis for their top oh, 10 Oh, fun. List. So we get to get Jenna's uh, top 10 here in just a bit is what I'm hearing. We Ooh, have to, uh -oh. we have to, we have to beg Jenna. Yeah. God, when the, when the digital trends, I don't remember if it was the digital trends or the GQ one, but I did start to compose my personal top yeah. 10 list. So I'll have to find which Ooh. Discord I was doing that in. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's, let's play around then in, in the space a little bit um so so i i'm hearing you know underneath 
underneath Final Fantasy VII Remake and above Ocarina of Time, that's a pretty wide window. Are there any yeah, games in that? Let me just read that out for the audience, and then maybe we can pinpoint some fun conversations to have inside of that, some, sure. some comparisons yeah, to yeah. draw. So number 10, Final Fantasy VII Remake, down to number 11, Metal Gear Solid 2, Katamari Damacy, Quake, Raw Danger, Metal Gear Solid, Doom, Hyperlight Drifter, Halo... Yakuza Kiwami, uh, Eco, Papers, Please, Outrun, Snatcher, Into the Breach, Neon White, and Ocarina of Time. That's the playground we're currently in. You know, in Eco, you also rescue the president's daughter. So <laughs> I feel like it's like who did it best, you know? Who rescued? Uh, Leon. Who is, oh, the save menu music. They both have like save menu music that yeah. I like. Uh, you're not going to get me something. there, though. Eco's an all timer. Oh, yeah, for you me. love the. I, I, yeah, I went yeah. Nuts. Okay. yeah. <laughs> but I just okay counterpoint Resident Evil Four remake Ashley ten out of ten she's got a skirt yeah yeah she drives a wrecking ball yeah. in the yes. game ten out <laughs> yes. of a ten she's yeah. incredible yeah yeah she has like an actual arc like she does yeah. things and she changes as a person Dang. throughout the story yeah. and okay. she yeah. wears a skirt yeah. Does it, all, does it all does it all in scorched and everything. Okay, then we we've already jumped ourselves above 20. We are we are above okay. eco. Ooh, yeah. uh, we did it. <laughs> Hunter Hunter is thrilled. Uh well let's let's do let's kill one of Hunter's darlings. Doom, buddy. Okay, do How do you I feel? I was going to say yeah, this yeah. has got to be above Doom. We got we got to do sorry. action games oh, and Jenna's oh, Jenna wants no. to kill Doom. Okay. Oh, so no. horror action games. Wait, Jenna. Talk, no, no, no. Jenna, make your talk pitch. About Doom. Yeah, talk make about your Doom. pitch. I want I want to hear Jenna talk about Doom. I mean Doom's a classic. Doom's great. Mm -hmm. It's you know it's a fun game. It's a it's a progenitor, mm -hmm. I would say, mm -hmm. of Resident Evil Four. But Resident Absolutely. Evil Four remakes better and more fun in a better game. <laughs> oh, be the old betterness argument. <laughs> all better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can all be thankful and grateful for Doom for creating a genre of video mm -hmm. games that we still love yeah but yes. but much like our ancestors eventually you have to bury it yeah yeah well, in the rankings <laughs> can't can't we kind of say the same for resident evil like without resident evil 4 we don't get third person cover shooters and like oh, and there's there's a yeah, whole genre born from it so i mean it's uh, it's not fair i think sometimes to give games in the 90s all of the credit because someone yeah. had to do it right and 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 that mm -hmm. th it's noteworthy and it's a big deal and doom is like uh is great but like i i do think it's very uh notable to <laughs> be it, it's it's like this uh michael jordan was the best player at a time when what was the quality of your average player compared to now you have this is a thing for none of us because i'm making this reference and i don't even understand basketball but what i know is it's so much harder to be an all-star sorry but you know what i mean sports bros confirm that that made sense for me it definitely did any sports bros i'm just i'm just saying doom is exactly like larry bird and resident evil 4 is steph curry probably that's a name i know making a lot of sense is it okay not to me okay i mean i did i i had a passing thought but then i i passed over because i just don't have time because i think it would be really interesting and this is my encouraging for somebody on the internet to do this and then at me on twitter about it maybe at the jenna is if somebody would go over all of these top 50 top 100 games lists that uh -huh. have been posted and figure out when the games came out oh, like yeah. the year that the games came out Ooh. and kind of and kind of make some 
some judgment calls based on what those are, because my 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 guess is anecdotally from looking over those lists is that they tend to skew older because mm. the people who write those lists are in their 30s and 40s. Yeah established and, critics and and industry titans and all of that yeah mm -hmm. exactly so i think you have the inherent bias in these lists where it's like they're they're remembering their games yeah. from their youths that were that were really defining right and i i often feel like modern games get less of a fair shake on yeah. that because you know yeah. they haven't stood the te test of time which is why Mad respect to y'all for putting Disco Elysium number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gee, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's one that is, it's hard to, to ha it's been very difficult to topple it. We have Hollow Knight coming up, and I'm very, I feel like finally we'll, we'll something will push into Disco Elysium's territory. It's been a long time <sighs> we'll since anything there. has even been a contender for the top three, yeah. you know? I mean, it's it's been yeah. like 20 episodes since we did Silent Hill 2, which, I mean, hey, okay, so how, uh, let's, let's push then past Doom. Uh, next up would be Metal Gear Solid, another sort of like mainstay all-time mm. game. And again, mm -hmm. it's what's hard to dissect here is we're not talking about Resident Evil 4. We're talking about Resident Evil 4 Remake versus yeah. mm -hmm. Metal Gear Solid. Uh, and that is one where, you know, I, I do think I appreciate the fun. The two, I mean, Doom has fun as well, but we've we've sort of already moved on beyond that. And, and I think like from a campiness hilarity you know uh uh context yeah, they're similar Me in that way yeah. Met metal gear solid and, and resident evil 4 remake are, are really playing with something and as we noted earlier how bold is it that resident evil 4 remake had the opportunity to get rid of things that were considered potentially bad writing and said absolutely not that is the point and <laughs> it's here to stay this is this is all part of it uh so you know i'm i would be comfortable with seeing it rise above uh the first metal gear solid yeah yeah i mean i think i could handle that i i think that what they, one thing they have in common that I find humorous is that you talk on the phone to people after stuff happens. <laughs> I've always really liked that because that's what I do in real life. I'm like something happens and then I call. I'm like, I'm hey, like mom. on the codec with mommy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, so I like that structurally a lot. Yeah. Um, you have raised an interesting question that I'm going to struggle with emotionally for mm. the coming months, which is the Metal Gear games, as I understand them, I have not played any of them. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Do are supposed to be kind of satirical, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and arguably, Absolutely. arguably, the Resident Evil games are on the line, and and that's kind of important because I don't think I don't think you can be satirical and camp. Maybe you can. Mm. Maybe I'm overthinking mm. this. No, Maybe but I, I see your I see your point though, which is to say, like the the hokiness of Metal Gear Solid is so much more obviously on purpose. Whereas Resident yeah, right. Evil has this mystique to it where it's like, am I the only one catching yeah. this? Am I only am I, like, is this freaking anybody else out? Or are we right. all experiencing the same very strange lines and, and, and sort of game logic to everything? Whereas like Metal Gear Solid is about its game logic, right? The mystery yeah. of yeah. Resident Evil, I think, is is something that gives it you feel cooler when you get it. I think uh, mm, speaking okay. as a person who never got it, like it feels very uplifting to now get it. Whereas Metal Gear Solid, it's like a prerequisite for playing the game. It's like, well, listen, this is a game about playing video well, yeah, games, basically. It, <laughs> it sits you down and is like, here's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, and, you, and we will take 45 minutes to explain to you and you will pick up the tone. Okay. You will understand the tone. Yeah. Man. Uh, yeah. I, 
I feel like Resident Evil feels more arbitrary, uh, and I like arbitrary. Arbitrary is just a, it's just more chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Metal Gear Solid has like an agenda, and I'm like, meh. Yeah. Just say and do weird things for no reason, <laughs> and that feels more like Resident Evil, and that's what I want to prioritize. Mm-hmm in my life and on the list. <laughs> I think I agree. I think I agree. But I am here. I'm going to put my foot down. It can't be higher than Katamari Damacy. Okay. Period. That was going to yeah. be my next question because okay. I'm, <laughs> I am I, I am also big on Katamari Damacy. And similarly, yes. Katamari Damacy is wildly stupid in like perhaps <laughs> the most perfect way where it's like yeah. it, it feels stupid stupid to play and engage with and then also the king of town ta- or the the king of all cosmos gets to speak to you and you're like yeah okay this is this it really is something and and i think i'm fully in agreement that letting it jump above katamari is perhaps a step too far uh, especially yeah. from like a i agree i i find katamari domacy like mechanically pure uh oh, and, and it's it's, it's perhaps the highest ranking game for me for like the way the mechanics of the game it and eco are the two games where it's like i the feeling of it is perhaps perfect to me uh so yeah i yeah i can't imagine a katamari damacy remake that can (laughs) improve upon katamari because like i think even if you tried to make the graphics better you're fundamentally losing something about the gameplay and the energy of the game right if 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 katamari damacy were number one on any list i would not be upset about it (laughs) yeah so it can't go above that yeah i I love that thing you just threw out actually jetta like the idea of a game that is unremakeable because (laughs) if you were to remake it you would lose the game the game would get lost it just tried to improve any aspect of it like that that was essentially the argument for silent hill 2 right and why everybody's a little bit uh, very nervous of the upcoming Silent Hill 2 remake is like this yeah. existed in exactly its time and yeah. way. Uh, so how right. dare you or whatever? Yeah, I I, I definitely agree. And and so it's nice that Resident Evil 4 remake works, uh, but it was not a game that was unremakeable. It was it was you know a thing. Okay, well so then we're kind of dancing around this area of two games Hunter and I have weird times talking about anyways because Quake and Raw Danger are in between Metal Gear Solid and Katamari Damacy. And Jenna, just to be totally honest with you, Quake does not deserve to be here. Uh, th- this, this is a <laughs> yeah, mistake that neither of us approve of anymore. And essentially right. what happens, every 50 games on the list, we go back and we re- re- we sort of re-wash the whole thing and, and see where some new things end up. When we did it at 50, Quake, uh, a, a, a podcast terrorist jumped into our show and pushed Quake <laughs> up the rankings, and we have to yeah. not invite them back. Uh, he did so- it for no reason. <laughs> he did it for absolutely. He just did it. Like he, he was like, and we didn't question him at all. <laughs> so ignoring Quake. Okay. Raw Danger would be the next question. Uh, Jenna, have you played Raw Danger? No, okay. I've never even heard of Raw Danger. Great. Uh, uh, well, so you got to play Raw Danger. You got to yeah. play Raw Danger. Uh, uh, yeah. y- a friend of yours. Uh, Brandon Sheffield and the mm. Insert Credit podcast are known sort of pushers of the raw danger sort of uh, beauty IP. of that game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, They're driving the value up. <laughs> raw danger is perhaps also unremakeable, I will say, uh, because yeah, it sure. is a, not only is it a game ass game, it is a PS2 ass PS2 game. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, assiest the, of games. <laughs> Uh, the the hook of raw danger is it is uh it, it is a it's called disaster report 2 
in uh, Japan, and it is a game about a horrible flood hitting uh, this uh, fake city, this this uh, imaginary city, and you are trying to escape the flood, and you escape the flood as multiple characters, and mm-hmm. what you do in one character's playthrough, you make some choices along the way, mm-hmm. and then you reset the time, you go back to, uh, to follow a new character, and some of the decisions you made with the first character impact the second character's playthrough mm-hmm. now that sounds like a brilliant master stroke of game design and it yeah. is conceptually yeah. the game is also clunky as all get out and as <laughs> really many dumb. and That's really excessively, ex- dumb. <laughs> excessively dumb it is it is uh hilarious in how ch- just like chunky and strange it is so uh you know the the, the argument here is which are we favoring St- like the pure stupidity which raw danger definitely has over resident evil where they both have it and then <laughs> the gameplay the the master strokes of game design they both have it but like obviously yeah. remake goes far above uh raw danger i'm I, so on my list i ranked resident evil 4 remake above raw danger but i think on our list i'm feeling it the other way around on uh if you uh, if you don't follow me on Letterbox, you should check me out. A Letterbox <laughs> review that I like to leave on a lot of movies is should have been dumber. And I kind of am feeling that this is a should have been dumber moment uh-huh. where Raw Danger is looking a lot dumber to me than Resident Evil 4 Remake. So maybe I, I, I think my vote would be we just leave Resident Evil 4 Remake right below Raw Danger because Raw yeah. Danger dumber. How but. how could Resident Evil 4 Remake been dumber? <laughs> um... <laughs> it, it could have had a part with a chef hat where you steal it uh and that's something that happens in raw danger so i i'm giving okay. it to the chef hat okay you got me there i ate a lot of fish that was lying on the ground in yeah yeah well, um, I, I i will ask uh real quickly just just to have it because hunter's made his pitch but you know, I cut you off, Jen. I said, don't talk about Quake. But if you want, if you have anything to say about Quake, it, you, it, you yeah. seem to have no love for Doom. So I assumed you perhaps had no love for Quake I either. I love and respect sure. Doom and Quake. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We all of the gamers heard it. And there yeah, you go. Yeah, You're yeah, safe. Yeah. You have a safe drive home today. Do but... not at me. <laughs> uh, but I think that they're... I don't think they're in the sweet spot like Katamari Damacy is. Yeah. I don't think they're in the sweet spot where they are so perfect in their execution yeah. that they cannot be improved upon. Absolutely. And I think the fact that Katamari Damacy is there mm-hmm. suggests that there are games. And I would I would say the same uh, controversially about Silent Hill 2. Yeah. I don't think you should change anything. Right. You don't like tank controls? Yep. You're right. right. But. <laughs> That's not what <laughs> but, this was, okay? Yeah. 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 Well, and, and to... To that point as well, I think Resident Evil 4 Remake, the thing we are not talking enough about, and the reason I think it needs to just solidly fall underneath Raw Danger is, against Hunter's point, I'm wanting to push this higher, it's not all of Resident Evil. It's not Resident Evil 4, the original. It's not Resident Evil 2 Remake. So Hunter wanted to pull it up as high as it could, and I think uh, all that Hunter got away with is somehow letting it fall above Metal Gear Solid, which now that I say (laughs) that out loud feels very strange. That is funny. I, I, here's last point. We could put it right below Katamari to just so that we can get Quake down a little, <laughs> a bit little further. further since that's closer. You know, like the every time we put something above Quake, we're 
kind of Moving correcting EJ's mistake. <laughs> so, sure. I do like that. that. Yeah. I, I do like that. But uh, owing to having no experience with raw danger, I mm-hmm. abdicate uh, yeah. my responsibility in this decision. Thank yeah. you. That makes sense. <laughs> also, it's, it's literally over two spots. But yeah, we sure. argue about well, it. Well, I, <laughs> I, I would love to have, uh, I think we're falling into a spot, but I, I feel like Jenna was robbed a little bit of... Uh, uh, decisions here. She pushed it above Doom. Were there any other games in this area that's something? I mean, is there anything that feels nasty that we've put it ahead of, or anything that's far above it that you just feel is completely undeserved for, Ooh, yeah, for yeah. Is this game to fall below? Yeah, feel free I, to I critique the list. I'm surprised that Grim Fandango's Ooh. number nine. Ooh. Yeah, don't so, dislike Grim Fandango. I'm just kind of. It's just. It's a weird weird cut so uh jenna yeah. i have to admit to you that was because of some nepotism uh <laughs> yeah. that show also had a guest that show's guest was ezra fox who is the son of david fox who was the person who hired D- tim schaefer to lucas arts uh mm. when he was hired and ezra was on the show and he invited tim onto the show so uh, we got to talk to Tim for a little bit, and and because of that, we owed Grim Fandango a top ten we slot just, for sure. We just cheated. It's just like <laughs> okay. you can like buy a slot. You can basically buy hey, a slot. Hey, listener, this kind of nasty inside baseball is happening with any ranking that you see on the internet. It's ha- game any, journalist. any yeah. game of the, game the year list. And Jenna would know. She's been in the meetings, I've okay? Been, I genuinely, I can't talk about anything I've seen, obviously, on inside <laughs> yeah, right. the room where Born it happens. But Jenna, but the I character. I can tell you. Yeah. I mean, the choices that motivate ranking lists are sometimes <laughs> absurd. Uh, and that's true for any personal list you're going to be making too. Yeah. Anyway, don't trust ranks. Let's put it. <laughs> let's put it number thirteen. Let's bump Quake. There we go. Okay, yeah. we've pushed Quake down. Quake. Raw Danger has yes. also gone down. Our thirteenth best game out of eighty-five games is Resident Evil Four Remake. Yeah. Congratulations! Yay. Hooray! Jenna, Great thank job. you so much. For coming on, this was a delight. It was such a pleasure to have your horror expertise and your delightful demeanor on the show with us. Yeah, thank you for this having so me. Fun. Yeah, it's yeah. a great discussion. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Please, uh, I would love pluggables. Uh, now uh, is a fantastic time for you to tell people where they can find you and see more of your wonderful insights. Yeah. So uh, obviously, I mentioned streaming. I'm at Twitch.tv/slash the underscore Jenna. Uh, I also do video essays on the internet at youtube.com slash at the Jenna. No underscore, I don't think. I always panic at this moment. The two URLs are genuinely a nightmare. Yeah, they're um, the No, the it, it is the underscore Jenna. You'll be able to tell when you get to mine. <laughs> um, but I got a great video that I pushed recently about jump scares and yeah. how they're good and you should like them because I love jump scares. God, where else is it worth? I mean, I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you can find links to everything at uh, Linktree slash the Jenna. I'm on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the Jenna. That's probably all the links worth noting. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. Just find me. I'm out there. Well, awesome. Uh, And congratulations again to uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake. Hunter, how do you feel? Your first Resident Evil game on the list. You did it. Feels good. I I feel like we're kind of the Resident Evil of like ranking shows. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I kind of feel like we're 
like it's kind of our vibe uh -huh. you know like everyone else is more silent hill like it's it's real it's arty but we're just like kind of a parody of ourselves we're the, we are the sandwich tone of all the ranking lists out there and you should be proud of it and it sounds like you are I'm super proud of it there's nothing i like better than being as close to resident evil as possible that's my life goal <laughs> Old Gamers Almanac is produced by Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson, with music by Knight Corey. If you liked our little show, consider giving us a five-star rating or heading over to patreon.com slash oldgamersalmanac. Yeah.